1: no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
4: Three billionaire playboys. One, but also sometimes two lowly entrepreneurs. One chance to hit the big bucks. If you've seen Dragon's Den or Shark Tank, this is the same as those. But not similar enough to constitute any sort of legal action. This is Rat's Nest.
5: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Rats Nest. It is the only podcast hosted by three multi-billionaire playboys. (laughs) It's a show where lowly entrepreneurs pitch their business and product ideas in exchange for our big money and cash dollar bills. I'm so excited. And I am Sherman Michael Schunk. It's true what they're saying. And these are my biggest dollar bad boys. I'm talking about Jeremiah St. Baby.
6: Hey, Sherman,
5: I'm filthy rich, baby. And don't you clean me up. I won't. And I'm also talking about my friend Hank Ass.
2: From the cradle to the grave, ass first, all the way, baby, the only child at the Columbia General Hospital in New Westminster, British Columbia, who was hauled out, ass first, because that's the way I wanted to do it. And yes, I forced my parents to sign an agreement that if I died before my 18th birthday, I'd go into the ground to first, too. That's the hag ass promise, baby!
5: And it's a promise that uh, he's <laughs> sure to keep.
2: Just gonna check my levels. Yes. <laughs> and oh, I maxed that out. I maxed that out. Coming in
5: hot and hard today, And Hank. that's why we
6: do these intros. That's why we like to say our names, and that's why we like to talk about whatever is on our hearts and minds. And it's
5: important to remind your friends who you are uh what your name is a little bit about yourself what are you talking about i'm just saying you know sometimes you're a guy who's got friends and and sometimes while you're talking to them you forget who you're talking to so if you give them a a reminder off the top it helps
6: you're in the middle of talking to somebody and you're like geez i i don't know who this guy is who the hell is this guy yeah you know
2: what you know what i was poo-pooing this but these are billionaire problems cuz yes. you got a lot of fake friends and you got a lot of gold diggers. Thank you. Coming after you. You know, and there's people who just want to talk to you and they eventually when you're a billionaire, it all becomes sort of a gray blur, you know? And that's why we say billionaires are the least racist people of all cuz we don't see race, gender, creed. We do not see facial features, height, weight. We just see a gray blur and we only start to make you out If we think you got that money.
6: (laughs) Exactly. I only see one color, and that's green.
2: That's the only color, baby!
6: (laughs) And I worship the almighty friggin' dollar. Uh Uh-huh.
5: And sometimes I see purple and red because those are also the colors of other bills in our country. Bills of money.
2: That's true. That's true. We're like the gnome king from the Return to Oz We only like green, baby. That's our favorite color. And if you end up in our ornament room trying to rescue your kidnapped friends from the Kingdom of Oz, who we've turned into ornaments and mixed in with other normal ornaments, you better be looking for the green ones, Dorothy. And sometimes
5: we're like the Goblin King in Labyrinth, and we like to wear tights and dance with uh,
6: short men. Or sometimes we're like the Speedometer in Speed. You know, if you go under fifty billion, I'm 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 blowing up. Yeah, if you if you
2: surpass fifty bill, you, you're real. Now you're real. You're a real person. And if you drop under that, you're not real. You're and not real. And what does it mean when you're not real? Well, among other things, we can hunt you for sport. That's known. Yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. Remember when that when our friend. Big, big georgie dropped big a georgie. 40 nine nine this guy had 49.999 billion dollars it was insane yeah we invited insane. him out for a condolence getaway to the cottage hunted his
6: ass off
2: skinned
7: him i wore him
2: yeah
6: yes you did you bathed it's in true. his blood and it was something to behold and i got the polaroid out because that's just so fun isn't it Oh, yeah. When you pulled out that Polaroid, I was like, "Uh, what, what
2: year is it? But you were on the cutting edge of it coming back. You knew. That's right. You know? And you were also, you were the first of everything. Because I remember you were the first guy who was like, sepia tone. And I was like, what, from cowboy days? And you're like, "Yeah, it's bad. It's going to be big again. You know what else I love? Catching up with my best friends. Yes. Sherman, I know you got something new cooking up, some developments in your life. What the hell's going on with you, baby? Yes, yes. Uh, As you know,
5: last week, I think I mentioned it was last week, um, my entire inventory of pocket men, miniature men for the man on the go went missing. And I replaced my entire lab crew, all of my laboratory scientists, I replaced them with Undercover private detectives.
2: Oh, I forgot. Uh, about I somehow forgot about that. To
5: try and figure out what happened and where did my pocket men go? I said, I screamed to them, and they said, you know, in, in their one on one meetings, because I don't want them all to know that they're all private detectives. Right. Uh, I said, I want to know where my pocket men are. Well, long story short, uh, it was a complete waste of time because this morning uh, the case was solved by yours truly. Thank you so
6: much. Oh, so you hired all those guys for nothing, all those PIs working in your labs for Basically, I,
5: I mean, when I got to my office, I looked at my executive hover chair that you bought me, Hank, for my birthday. Beautiful chair, by the yeah. way. You're welcome. And I found about a thousand uh, flattened little squash men on the seat of my beautiful chair and you know what else i found a tiny itty bitty handmade card oh in the hand of one of the tiny little men
2: oh no and i went
5: to my executive bathroom and i took my executive tweezers and i went back to my executive chair and i took those tweezers and i opened up the little card and it said happy monday to the best boss the oh, best no. boss that about a thousand ish pocket men miniature men for the man on the
6: go could ask for wow Sherman, I are, are you saying that they like just because it was Monday, they thought let's go surprise them, let's go get let's all congregate in one spot, and that's the seat of your chair
2: oh they <laughs> were they were probably hopping up on your chair, yeah, to then try and hop up on your desk, yeah, to put the little card wow. up there, and they had they struggled to get off the chair up onto the desk right that's when you sat on them with your thicker and thicker looking better and bigger big fat ass which i did want to notice i don't mean to like point it out now but i am trying to sort of point out the silver lining here thank you so much if you took out a thousand of those with one fell swoop that means you're making gains my boy you are making gains that's what makes this so difficult because i've i want to celebrate those gains it's not your fault
6: no, it's not your fault at all. I mean, you should be looking where you sit. But who has the time, especially no. with our kind of dough?
5: But this is the thing. This is the thing, Jeremiah. I don't want to have to look where I sit. That's the whole point
2: of getting this juicy ass going.
5: That's that's right. That's true. I don't
2: want to be able to know where I'm sitting. It's not your fault. With a juicy ass like that, what do we say? You don't need a cushion seat. You don't need a tasty treat. Everywhere is good to sit with a big old dumper that, <laughs> that just can't quit. Thank you. Hank. You got an ass that don't quit. It's a big ass. Cu- it's a big old cushion you can take anywhere, and you shouldn't have to apologize for it. If a thousand tiny men have to die <laughs> to make, so that you can have those great gains and know that you've made them, then I say good riddance.
6: I'm coming around, and you created them anyway. You know, you brought them into this world, so you squish them out. Thank you so much, guys. I appreciate it.
2: I don't know if this is an inappropriate time, but I am trying to make you feel a bit better. So, what do you call a stinky pi? What? A P.U. <laughs>
5: okay. Okay. And we will take a break. We'll take
2: a break. Oh, Sherman, Jeremiah, I'm stoked today mm-hmm. because we got a big whack of investors. I like it anytime we get one. I like it. Uh, I say investors. I, I should say uh, entrep- would entrepreneurs. be entrepreneurs, inventors. I like it anytime we got one in the studio. I like it anytime we got two. We got three. Today we got four.
5: Okay, wow. And I'm ready to introduce them. I want to welcome into The Nest, Randy Santos, Ted Piss, Donna Chode, and Tuck Buntsman. Welcome to The Nest, my friends. Thank
7: you. Thank you.
1: Thank you.
5: Thank you so much.
2: Thank you for having us. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. okay, That's my boy Ted Piss
3: right there. We go way back. I've never met an ass I couldn't piss him. Oh, geez. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right.
5: <laughs> I love an entrepreneur that comes in hot and heavy, and uh, this is going to be fun. I, I, I can't wait to find out more about the relationship between you two, but first, I want to know what the hell you're doing in this nest, uh, young people, my folks.
7: Uh, well, we are four garbage men who work together uh, for the city, and we would like to secure your investment for our invention of a garbage truck That
4: loves you back. That's right. Everybody knows the worst part of a garbage man's life is the unrequited love from the garbage truck. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you know
1: what I said to my kids when I found this? out? when I found out that my truck loved me, you know what I said to them? I said, I don't need you anymore because my truck loves me back.
3: Luckily, it was free day. So some neighbors got a couple little babies for free. That was nice for them. Yeah, I want babies. you to say that
2: just one more time, Ted Piss. I did have trouble following what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> I, think you, I was waiting for you, the fourth person, to add something that could not follow.
3: Well, I was just jumping up on when Donna Cho was talking about how she gave away her kids because she got the love she needed from the garbage truck. How nice that was that her neighbors were able to get a couple free kids because they've been asking i've been begging
5: <laughs> yeah yeah no that was definitely a, a little better <laughs> i
2: sussed out some of the relationship between the four of you and it it seems, it seems a lot like three three of you three of you have worked out a pitch and you're on the same page and then you maybe invited or did not invite this fourth man dead piss who's going to be interjecting periodically
4: well, honestly, he's the most personable one of all of us and we thought that he would really help out a lot. Wow. Okay.
7: Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't come on the garbage routes with us. He's uh he's more of an administrator back at the office at the garbage office.
4: You know when the Mighty Ducks when they get ca- they get the kid who hangs out in the back lanes and can shoot garbage real hard? Okay. And then they convince him to be part of the team? Right, a ringer. He's mm-hmm. he's that for us.
1: Yeah, and he's also like twice the size of us, so everyone loves that.
2: I gotta be honest with you three. I do feel like all of the attributes you've offered hang together sort of, but they do. Just to put it all together, he's an administrator who's, who's sort of like a kid you find in an alley. And he's huge.
4: Exactly like a kid you find in an alley. That's a hell of a resume. That's a and hell of he a resume. And he shoots
1: garbage real hard. There you oh, go. that it's...
4: part
2: wasn't figurative. I see. Okay. So also <laughs> no, just...
1: that was literal.
4: I see. So you can see how he's the most interesting one of all of us.
2: Listen, I mean, I'm looking at his face. He's wearing big old aviators. He's got a shit kicker mustache. And he's wearing what appears to be a, a daishiki. I can see he's interesting.
5: <laughs> Very cool. Okay.
6: I got to ask our entrepreneurs today, like, I, I look, so far so good. I love it. I love the product. But I need to understand the problem that you're addressing first. So I want to know what that's like to not have this product and what kind of – what's the gulf you guys are filling? Yeah, here. Give us the context here. Come on.
3: Well, first of all, as a regular garbage man, you wake up in the morning as a broken okay. man. alright
5: I'm going to go ahead and ask you to slow down. Maybe, I don't know if I want you to slow down or I don't know what it is. Maybe just more air between words. <laughs> like,
2: dead, dead Disc cannot be the first one speaking at any point in this pitch.
5: Yeah, maybe maybe think of it more like a secret weapon or something that you can throw at the end that we can very easily edit out. What do you think of that? So,
3: <laughs> Hey, no problem. I got I'm out of my ear.
2: No, you know what? I'm sorry I cut you off, Ted. What were you saying there?
3: All I was saying is a regular
4: garbage man wakes up broken. Yeah, I can, I can, I can speak to that. Honestly, a garbage man's life is pretty good. It's near perfect, but the one thing that's missing is. That love.
6: Look, if I picture the life of a garbage man, it's like it's careful. Honestly, it's the ideal job. I'm getting up in the morning. You know, I'm fucking around. Maybe I got a wife. Maybe I got a wife and a gumar. You know, maybe I work for a guy in waste management who's like, you know, in the fear. And you get I'm to hold around. on to trucks. I get to hold on to the outside of a truck or drive it. Oh. I'm in the hot sun. I'm in the weather. I'm tossing bags left and right. I'm looking at chicas, young and old. I'm, you know, I'm I'm out, I'm doing what I like to do. I'm beefing up because I'm lifting garbage. You know, to me, that's a satisfying life. But you're saying now that there's a plus to this thing. You know, there's more.
7: This thing you're holding all day and loving every ounce of it. It now loves you back. This inanimate vehicle has an emotion of love for you.
2: So Tuck, if I may yes. say your full name, Tuck Buntsman. Uh-huh. Um in what way does the truck express this love?
7: Uh, uh not words. It's not words, but it's okay. mostly I guess h- honks and uh uh backfires, but you you know what they mean. You know okay. what they mean.
4: It's their All love right. language. Yes. Yeah.
7: Okay. Right.
5: But um okay. I mean I've seen a garbage truck before and I've seen the people who operate them. Usually you've got, you know, somebody hanging off the back, like you mentioned, getting the hold onto the the handle that, you know, they're having fun. And then you've often got, I'd say 100% of the time, you've got someone in the, in the seat of the truck, driving the truck, who also happens to have access to a horn, for example, and a gas pedal. Uh-huh. How can you tell the difference between it, whether the truck is expressing itself to you or uh, maybe it's just... Your coworker honking the horn.
2: Oh, I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm.
4: hmm Right. That is a great question, Ted. Well, I'd love to tell you the answer to that. Uh,
3: when they bring the truck in at the end of the day, you know me, I got a lot of paperwork to do,
2: and I love it. I'm done mucking around here. I've given you guys plenty of time to nickel and dime this explanation. Here's what I got to know. What the fuck have you actually invented? What? All I keep hearing is, now the truck loves you back, but you're describing that as little honks and backfires, which sounds like stuff the truck was already doing, that you could... But you're saying to me, here's what I'm hearing, that it's not just that the truck's doing what it was always doing, but now you're interpreting it as a love language or whatever. It sounds like you've imp- you've invented a new kind of truck or a feature of a truck to tap into truck emotions, Break it down for me before I lose my fucking mind. It's, look,
3: it's more <laughs> of a lifestyle, okay? It's no, like, no. <laughs> it okay. And that's no, not the answer like, that anyone do wants. You, do you guys remember P90X? Yeah, hell yeah. What the hell was that? You know, that wasn't a uh technology or a thing you could hold in your hand but it's it made millions wait
4: i mean it was no. it
5: was not it a dvd you could hold a dvd in your hand what are and you talking about and that's what Answer we're the trying question.
4: to tell you we're, we're going to sell a dvd that okay, teaches you finally right, how, okay how to communicate with your you know loved one or dump truck uh, in a way that uh, fosters a loving relationship. It's a, it's a it's a four DVD set uh, that, uh, but we're thinking of making it this a subscription.
2: Is a grift. This is a the, grift. Yeah. <laughs> the,
4: the first
1: no, it's a communication stink. style. I thought it,
5: it. I thought it was the garbage that you guys were were bringing in here with all this stink. I'm sniffing, and it ain't that. It's a
4: grift, baby. You got us all wrong, guys. Hank, I I understand. Sherman, I understand. Jeremiah, baby, I know you're giving us a little bit of love here,
2: <laughs>
6: and I don't like it. Well, yeah. look, I
4: you guys know, and I'll just interject. I
6: love a pivot, and if you can pivot <laughs> to three billionaire pivot. rats in the middle of a pitch, yeah,
2: this is, this is not a pivot. <laughs> it was nothing. This is this is a pyramid scheme. It's selling DVDs that (laughs) tell people to trick themselves into interpreting backfire boom bang booms and little honks as love from a truck. This sounds like all four of you had your marriages fall apart, decided to convince yourselves your trucks could fill that hole and made some dvds to try and trick others to make yourselves feel better and turn a buck i'm talking myself into it
3: <laughs> first of <laughs> so all there you go that, that's the exact same argument the studio gave james cameron when he said i'm gonna put uh pictures of a boat on a dvd and try to sell them <laughs> All right,
2: (laughs) such a weird way to frame how he pitched Titanic.
1: Basically, all three of us we have to sell to three people that we know, and we have to sell as many copies as we can, and then they sell to three people they know. You see, so it's small now, but it has the potential to get huge real fast.
2: So, you're asking us. You're asking us to invest in a pyramid scheme that hasn't even gotten off the ground yet.
5: Now hold on, hold on a second, Hank. Sherman, hold I'm on sorry, a what second. Were you gonna say. So you're saying that you could give me, you could sell a DVD to me, and then all I
3: gotta do is find
5: three friends and sell that DVD to them. Don't
2: fall for this, Sherman.
3: And it's not a pyramid scheme. The business is set up like a triangle, okay? It's not
4: a pyramid scheme at all. Right. We it's give you your own truck. And you can, you go around and you pick up garbage.
2: Okay, the veil is being lifted further off my eyes. Now I'm starting to think that you're just trying to hire more garbage men. And this is your way to convince them it's a rewarding job.
3: We're coming to you on behalf of the city of Winnipeg. All right, oh we, do a, we do have we do an angel investor involved already at the ground level. Now it's your turn to get rich, guys. Ted, why don't you tell him who the
7: angel investor is? That'll convince him. Randy fucking Bachman. Oh, wow. Okay, and, okay boy, and maybe singer, next time songwriter. lead with the big names because
5: I am so deep in now.
2: Wow. I am in. Because he's taking care of business. Am I a Burton Cummings man till I die? Yes.
5: Yes. we And, and aren't we all? But
2: do I have some room in my heart for Bachman? Yes. Is most of that room taken up by his son, Tao Bachman? Singer of She's So High Above Me? Yes. (laughs) But Randy's in there, too.
5: Bachman-Turner Overdrive? Uh, Actually, Bachman-Turner Profit. Returning a Profit. That's maybe something that I would tell Randy if I get the opportunity to meet him now that, now that I'm investing.
2: And you will. Bachman, Turner, oh, behave. <laughs> okay, that's good. <laughs> okay, so, gang, be straight with us. You got Randy Bachman on the ground floor yeah. as an angel investor. You are all garbage truck drivers plus one administrator who hangs out in alleys, and you're clearly trying to give away trucks. So there's jobs to be had in the Winnipeg Civil Service Waste Management Wing. Yes. And also you're selling these DVDs to, let's just say, point out how rewarding this job could be. Yes. Am I on the right track?
7: Uh, Yes. And you only have to sell three copies of the DVD before you're turning a profit.
2: (laughs) Okay, so, so you're not making a wage. As a car. Oh, I see. I'm starting to get close. So you're trying to get volunteer freelance garbage truck drivers who only make money if they sell these DVDs. Oh, okay. Wow, is- it's
5: a gig economy, though. It is a gig economy. It's a gig economy come. now. Yeah. That's true.
2: We've had some time to stew in the juices of this. I got to say, a pitch worthy of M. Night Shyamalan for how many twists and turns I'm feeling in it. One moment I'm in. The next moment, I'm way out. And then the next moment, I'm back in. This pitch is a Trojan horse combined with a Russian nesting doll. You start out talking to us about how your whole business idea is just reinterpreting the little sounds that a truck makes. (laughs) Then we find out you're selling DVDs. Then we find out you got Randy Bachman on board. Then we find out that you're disrupting the whole waste management infrastructure. Somehow you've buried so many... Every reveal every feels like it should have been the first thing you said. But I can't deny that the deeper I go into this rabbit hole, the more interested I am getting. So who am I to
3: judge? You're winning, baby! Yeah, baby.
1: Well, it's selling a lifestyle. It's selling a communication style. It's selling success. Plus
3: immortality.
2: <laughs> well, oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. And well, and, and back
3: into hold this.
5: Hold on. Yes, and... Okay, and say that again.
3: Once you get to the end of the third DVD and you uh, Timberlock, that's what we call falling in love with a garbage truck, once you (laughs) Timberlock with a garbage truck, you achieve immortality. These guys can't (laughs) die. I love it.
1: Yeah, we forgot to say that too.
3: Yeah.
2: (laughs) And then you can't die. You You just have to trust that that's true now.
3: Yeah. Yeah. As long as that truck is alive, you're alive.
2: <laughs> oh, that's... Wow, okay. Well that is very So it's kind different.
5: of a soul-bound a soul thing where you're, you're kinda, your mortality is now bound to this truck.
7: Yeah, it's yeah. true love with the truck. It's huh. undying, unbroken love with the truck.
5: Now, yeah. is this true love bound to one truck and each person is bound to their own truck? Because like I mentioned earlier, there's... There's, you know, sometimes there's two, sometimes three garbage humans uh, operating in one of these trucks. Are they all bound to the same truck?
3: Four per truck.
5: Okay. <laughs> okay. Four Four wow. Everybody gets a corner. Okay. Okay.
1: It's kind of like in James Cameron's Avatar where you connect to the, ho- uh, to the, to the, Truck you're with,
2: yes.
1: But you can disconnect and connect to another truck. But it's a right. it's a slimy process.
6: I see. It's got nerve endings akin <laughs> to that tree in that movie, and okay. or akin
1: to those like horse things that they rode.
6: Yeah, right, because yeah. you could connect to those horse things and that tree, and it was kind of gross. I remember, but very cool.
5: This is kind of be- gross too. Oh, can someone refresh my memory about Avatar? Were they were they entering the bodies of dead blue aliens? Were they no? They
6: in- they genetically engineered them.
5: That seems not Avatar. right. That
6: seems not okay. They gr- they grew them, and if you and you know what, just very quickly, I will say all the avatars it the nat the natural ones had four fingers, but the human ones had five. Wow! Wait. So, uh,
2: the whole species was grown by. No, no, no. He's saying
5: just, just like the main guy's blue body and Sigourney Weaver.
6: Yeah, all the people, all the scientists that came to, all the invaders that drove avatars. Those were grown using tissue. Was the three finger thing
5: like an error, or was that
6: like a a specific thing to so that they knew? Uh, I. I read fanfic, and apparently it was just so that, you know, a human driving an avatar wouldn't freak out that they suddenly had four fingers. They would still okay, have Okay, right.
2: I haven't seen Avatar since it came out in theaters. And yes, everything you people are saying is blowing my mind. I really got to rewatch this movie. It sounds like a lot of fun.
4: Well, the fourth DVD is avatar. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, and yes! again
2: another another detail that
5: we should have known an hour ago. So this is good. This is good
2: stuff. Okay, so let me break this down. The first 3 DVDs teach you how to interpret <laughs> your truck's love language and then if you reach the end of the third one, you you achieve immortality you immor- with three of your friends towards one truck and get $5 and then as a bonus <laughs> You also get a bootlegged version of Avatar. I'm assuming bootleg. No,
7: this is official. This is an official Whoa. copy
2: of Avatar on
4: DVD. We so have you've James got... Cameron on board. You got <laughs>
3: this! Oh, no. oh hey, Wow. This is what you lead is, with. Yes,
5: again. I mean, you know what? And this will be one of the most uh, recommended episodes of our show because this is a master class. In, in what not to do but how to fix it how we you know this is this, people are going to learn from this and i wish you would have learned sooner but frankly I, you know i'm already in i love randy and i love jim jim cameron this is
6: exactly what i was going to say sherman michael shunk my good friend uh shunk industries because this is a master class in how to do an end run around three billionaire rats who know what they're talking about but you keep you know again all these twists and turns it's confusing But you pivoted, which I like, and maybe some of us are in. What you've got here right now, you broke every single rule, and I couldn't
2: be happier. I feel like I'm angry in you, but that's working somehow. You've evoked strong reactions from me. My emotions are connecting to me me, to you the way, let's say, a blue character's tail would be connected to his little horse. Everything about this is wrong, and it feels so right. I feel like we're... Star-crossed lovers were people who never should have worked. I work for a big bookstore chain, and you work for your mom's little independent bookstore in Manhattan. And there's no way we should get along, but when you got mail, you got mail. I'm ready to
6: call it, guys. I'm ready to call it, and maybe it, this is just me. Um, like I said, uh, this whole thing has been uh, a roller coaster, and as much as I love roller coasters... I'm afraid you lost me at the part where Avatar comes with it because Avatar was only good in theaters when you could see it 3D. I'm out. Whoa! Wow! What? A, and, and another twist! Wow! It's very silly. Have you walked into a future shop, defunct, and seen 90 plasmas playing Avatar? It looks silly. And I remember saying to myself, "Holy shit! Did I like it? Did I really see this five times in theaters? This looks so bad. <laughs> it's Flat like this. <laughs> it's horrible."
2: My favorite thing about this podcast is the only time you'll ever hear us be real in any way is when we're <laughs> discussing old movies.
5: We love film. <laughs> we love film and we love cinema and we love making money. Hank's in. I'm still in, so long as I get to at some point meet or at least, you know, uh, if Randy can become aware of me, that would be great, you know? Absolutely. What are you doing with that guitar? That
3: Ted? actually reminds me of a story. Uh, okay, it, it's okay. you, rose. Hanging out with Bob Dylan, I told him, "Hey, you should play guitar more." And then he did. So here's a Bob Dylan song.
2: <laughs> oh, and that's right. all. And, and, <laughs> <laughs> and then he
3: starts to play it, and he
5: cuts himself off to say that he once uh, was at uh, <laughs> he, was, he was at an Eagles concert. And uh, and almost sat next to Paul McCartney, but then he got distracted by whatever kind of food was available.
2: That's Randy Bachman.
5: Yes, (laughs) yeah.
3: Well, he he told the story about how he met Mark Zuckerberg, and he told him to drop the uh, the (laughs) in the social network. Yeah, that was him.
6: Okay.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Randy Bachman said a million dollars isn't cool. You know what's cool? Guitar rock. (laughs)
7: Any last words, entrepreneurs? Uh, Thank you. Thank you for for believing in this clear vision we have. Yes, thank you very much.
4: Also,
3: if you're one of the first 100 garbage men, uh, not only do you get the DVDs, you also get a CD from a sketch comedy group in Winnipeg. And the album is called Mouth Beef. And the comedy group is called Hunks. And... You know, if you don't want to, if you don't want to fall in love with the garbage truck and become immortal, you can also get it on Bandcamp, Napster, iTunes, all that.
2: You know, that's an album I cannot wait to hear, and I'm excited to say that all three of us rats have invested in, at the very least, emotionally. Check out "Mouth Beef" by the sketch comedy group Hunks. You can also find them online at Twitter.
5: Thank you, garbage men. Please leave and take whatever trash you came in with with you out of our office. Thank you so much. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. you. Thank you. All right. Well, thank you so much to those garbage people. Visit uh, at Hunk's Comedy on Twitter and go to their links and buy their products. They have fine products. Uh, I want to
6: thank Jeremiah St. Baby. Hey, man, stay wealthy, and I'm filthy rich. Don't clean me up. I want to thank ass.
2: Six feet under. It's going to have to be a bit deeper because I'm going down ass first, folded (laughs) like a (laughs) a little pita. Toes to forehead, wrap me up, tie me up with rope and plunk my ass down there. You're going to have to (laughs) dig 12 feet (laughs) so that I don't poke out of the soil. I want my ass (laughs) going down, (laughs) burying the ass first. And love me while I'm alive
5: God bless And I'm Sherman Michael Schunk And uh, I want to thank our producer Stefan Thank you so much And I want to thank you the audience Because frankly we wouldn't be here without me And also uh, you subsequently So thank you so much And please join us again
2: next week Bye bye
6: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the Fileo fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it